There we go. WP Water Cooler episode number 111. We're going to go around the room. Wait, wait, wait. I thought I was the host. That was last week. That was Today we're going to be talking about the latest WordPress design trends. And we're going to go around the room here and get everyone introduced. We went off at a quarter, so let's start with... Chris. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was turning my volume up. I'm Chris Ford. Um, I'm slow on the volume key. I am the creative director at Creativity Included, and I have a lot of ranty goodness about design trends lined up for today. I love ranty goodness. It's my favorite. <laughs> Robert, how about you, my friend? Uh, my name is Robert Ninehouse. I'm creative director at Nine Studios Design and Creative, and we design websites to be built on WordPress. Very cool. Say, hey, what about you? <laughs> it's like, who am I and stuff? Um, well, I'm Say Reed, and I do WordPressy things. Teach WordPress, live WordPress, use WordPress, love WordPress. At Say Reed Media on all the things. It's so zen with the candle in the background. I like that. I know. I'm like really. I'm really trying to like build a something. Steve, you're the, you're <laughs> I'm working. I'm working on it. Working on it. Steve, since you're the resident unicorn, tell us about yourself. <laughs> I'm Steve Zenigan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress meetup. And tonight is the dev night at our office in Huntington Beach. Yep. AKA the hard drinkers. How about you, Suzette? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Suzette. I'm a front end developer at WebDev Studios, and I'm going to the meetup tonight, and it's going to be fun. I will not be at the meetup tonight. Oh, bummer. We'll all be there. The clip, I'm bringing the Clippers, the Christian with the Clippers me. are playing, are playing the Spurs, and I can't miss them. Oh, I understand. Um, hey, I'm not going to be there either, but not because of sports ball. Why? <laughs> Why then? Tracy, what about you? Because, oh, um, Tracy. Tracy. Wait, 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 guys. Tracy. Tracy. Um, I own, yeah, I think, web design development company in Philadelphia. Yikes. Wait, you think? <laughs> wait, you think you own it? Do you think you know? No, no, she said Yikes Inc., not I think. <laughs> I heard that too. I heard the same thing. I, I think I co owned it. I'm like, okay. Transition time. Tucker on Twitter and WPmedia.pro. Oh, yeah, Jason. We yeah, forgot about you. I'm sorry. So let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about design trends in WordPress. What are the latest? I know that uh, Say really likes the parallax. So is is that the is that the thing right now? Look, let's not even joke about it, okay? I think parallax is the freaking scum of the earth. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. It's so easy to say that though, because yeah, scum the problem with parallax is people who don't use it for the right reasons. Right. But there's no way you can go to that dangersoffracking.com site and tell me that that's a shitty website because it uses Parallax because they've used it in a really appropriate way for the message they're trying to put out. Did you just say the, fr the fracking site? Dangersoffracking.com. Okay, yeah. you're, you are completely right. That site is amazing. You but know, okay, so, so, so here's that's the thing. It's about, it's it's not about the, the technique. It has more to do with people using it badly. Yeah, it's so right. it's not about... Parallax being bad. You just said that. You just literally said exactly what I was gonna say. But yeah, it, I like if it's used like in like good storytelling. Like I think Parallax okay. is like a good solution for it. But 
totally companies are just jumping on board with it and using it incorrectly. Including every hosting company that ever existed is suddenly in these block of squares, and I just, I, I want to cry. I'm hearing uh, echo. Yeah, same here. Just me. Yeah. All right, this is a uh, this is this is a this is a good water cooler so far. Yeah. <laughs> is somebody uh, playing right, so, our video on the video? That's so, what's happening. Somebody Someone's has got a window open. Somebody's open, and it's not me. Check your time. windows. Check your windows. Um, but anyway, let's talk more about design and how much I hate parallax. Oh, yay! So, okay. You, you, the comment was the comment was people are using parallax just for the sake of using parallax, not for any real reason. Same reason people used to use Flash, right? Flash, you could have said the same thing. Flash was all over the place for years, and it was used just for the purpose, just to have Flash on your website. Right? True, yeah. You I'm, can see that about any design trend. That's just a comment. That's not a question. <laughs> now everybody's muted, so it's just. I, me. I muted everyone just for a minute. So if you need to just, talk, just unmute yourself, and then mute yourself again once once uh, you're done. Well, I know the echo's not me, so. Yeah. Um. Say what do you have to add? Here, here's the thing: is that design in general is um is is great. You know, design for design purposes and art, whatever. But when you're talking about web. You have to talk about UI as the main component of design. So it has, it's not, the trend to just do the design technique, like what uh, Chris was saying, is the problem because it's not considering the information and how it should best be presented. It is about, you know, just, I want a parallax site. I want it to move like this. And that's the same thing with sliders, which, you know, we all also feel equally dis are distasteful in some states or some states. Status statuses. Yeah, some states, states like Minnesota, they hate states. <laughs> some instances. <laughs> I found the word instances. Thank you. Um, really, it's about people not thinking about what information they're presenting. So it's being presented in a totally um, incorrect fashion. I was actually having a talk with someone on Twitter about this exact topic the other day, and kind of brought up that same dangers of fracking site again. And I'm not a big fan of like following design trends. I've even written blog posts about how I think trends are kind of a lazy designer's way of designing a website. It's got a lot more to do with decorating a site than actually designing it. And that what I really wish in 2015 the big design trend would be would be purposeful design. That that the answer to everything is always well. It, depends you know does it have a purpose then let's do that thing um, but we get so caught up in like these five buzzwords for the year and then you know it's it's a shorthand way of not having to think about the design problem and just pick a theme and throw some content in it and ship a site um, I mean, it's just, so that's really what trends go to yeah, I mean, it's just like a, a kind of hopping on the trend and, and doing the machines of fashion. Our clients, like, that's the greatest thing I've ever said. Overalls are back driven by trends, though. Friggin' wearing them. Sorry, Our clients are green. often driven by trends, and then, but they're following a couple trends behind. And people really don't want a site that's designed just for them, like, not thinking of, you know, all the other 
what's in right now in design. And it's really hard because you, you, it's like, do you have the client listen to you with your expertise or you just give them what they want, you know? And because uh, at the end of the day, they're paying you to make a website. So that's gonna be, the answer to that question be, is always do what is right, not what they're paying you to do, in my view. That's going to be, that's that's gonna be specific. Because some, some clients come to you and they say, you know, we want you, we, we're hiring you for your expertise. And some clients say that, and, then, right. and what they really mean is, we want you to execute what we're saying. Right. It's always that way, too. They say, it's like, well, you're the expert. You tell me. You tell me. And then I do tell you. And they're like, no, we want it this other way. So. But that's 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 always that's that's going to be that's going to be a forever thing. That's never that's never going to change. Part for the course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That has nothing to do. With, yeah. That's like just. I think, I think some there. of the things that we're talking about here are budget driven, right? So if, yeah. if we're talking about trends, we're talking about you know, what we're talking about is custom built websites. You know, if talking about low budget WordPress websites, people are just picking a theme, and when they're looking at theme, they're looking at trends in themes. So every all you know, all those low budget sites start to look the same, depending on uh -huh. what the trends are in theme design. You know what the trend is in theme design right now? What's that? Makes me want to punch theme forest in the face. Is <laughs> Uh, visual composer. They're like, look at all the pages you can make. We're not going to make them for you, but you can go ahead and make them. That's Design whatever really, you want. That's a really bad idea. It's literally it's really like the idea. opposite of the entire point of a theme. Those, like, those, literally the entire point of a theme is to have a pre-created design and have page templates that you can use, not to sit there and build your own. And that is a design trend in WordPress specifically. External like third-party WordPress themes. Tools like Composer and Headway and those kinds of things in the hands of a non-designer are a really bad idea. It's, and they're also really hard to use. And so you end up, it's like worse than freaking GoDaddy Builder. Like you end up with like this just, they don't know what they're, so they get frustrated because of the technical level. And then they also get frustrated because they can't move the box to the left or whatever. And then it's like all of WordPress all of WordPress's simplicity and all of its entire purpose just goes crumbling into the ground. And I actually think that that's kind of hurting WordPress's ability to, to continue to grow because all of these themes kind of force their shitty design, um, you know, aesthetic and, and laziness onto them. Yeah, but that's and, um, another budget thing. That's people wanting to avoid not seeing the value in design. Uh, so they don't even know how the site they're building is with those tools. They want that freedom because they you get people who sell, and I'm not going to call someone out, but a page builder who's like, hey, we built a $300,000 website in an hour with a $30 plugin. And people buy that hot. Name and shame. Name and shame. Wait, wait, wait. Name and shame. I can take, wait, oh, I can take off that many zeros. probably have that. <laughs> I want Steve, he's doing that. And we sell people on this idea that WordPress is cheap and it's easy. And by the way, you know, here's a design tool that lets you do whatever you want. And what we don't tell them is what you don't have is the 18 years of making good design decisions that needs to go with that tool. This is an age-old problem. Yeah, right? absolutely. The robot, a robot can only, never do a, a front-end designer's job. It's only, you're never going to get a WYSIWYG editor or some sort yes. of like magical drag and drop that's going to make something beautiful and exactly what you want. Twenty-five years ago, we. Owning Quark does not make you a designer, right? That's where, the, that's, where the term, that's where the term desktop publisher came from. Do you guys remember that term? There was a guy named a desktop publisher. It was a non-designer who knew how to use Quark. 
Oh. Well, and that's why, you know, all of these in-house design teams that got them some cork and a Macintosh and 18 emigree fonts <laughs> and, you know, people have been talking about the end of design since typesetting machines came along, you know? I'm it's sure... Just it's old school like me. Yes, it's, it's true. The, when the waxing machines went out, it was like, oh my god, it's the end of graphic arts. <laughs> what, are, what are good trends right now? I, I think the big there trend in CD design is people getting back to being designers. I mean, in WordPress, at least for me, the last five years have been about figuring out what I need to know to build really good sites. And a lot of what I figured out is I need to know a really good developer to build really good sites. And I want to get back to the business of just thinking about design instead of how I'm going to execute that design. Like for me, that's my personal 2015 trend is to start thinking about like the design again. I, um, I like the trend of uh, no sidebars and fewer things. What's the trend? Really? I love sidebars. <laughs> I, I, I used to be resistant when you 20 in the sidebar hate. But once <laughs> I got used to not having sidebars, I really like the clean, like the, you know, the, you can do that with me. I hate sidebars too. But you know what? Here's the guy. It always ends up unbalanced. But here's the thing. <laughs> well, there's an awesome script for that. But um, there's a thing that is, uh, it, it's about the, like, so it, it's about the information that you're presenting. You know, if you are presenting information that's, you know, more blog-like, I mean, that's where the sidebar came from, is that kind of blog format where you have, you know, your archives and your whatnot. So it's, right. it's I, the I initial thing to a more, like, story-presented like, even blogs are becoming more like, here's this story. It's actually becoming more book-like in a way. I use Parallax on my blog. You have a blog? I'm, I'm joking. I use Flash. I feel like for a website, though, that's not primarily a, uh, a blog, the sidebar turns into this junk drawer of stuff. Totally. You know? yeah. it's, it's good in the footer, I, I find. I like you know? the footer. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> I was talking about sidebars, guys. Widgets. Widgetized areas in footers. See, I don't know what you're all laughing at. Widgetized <laughs> sidebars in the footers. I I may not give up my sidebars, but I do. I also like the trend. I have a site from a, a client um, that is like this old, old theme. I, I was like maybe 2008, 2009, and it's held up remarkably well. Um, and I was just going back and kind of reanalyzing it, and honestly, the only thing layout-wise that looks dated is the font size, because that has really shifted. Uh, font sizes have just like continually been getting better or bigger. Chris, uh, Chris the Lemma, not this one, the Lemma one, um, he... Uh, two years ago, he was like, 14 is the new 8 or 12 or 16 or something. Yeah. He just wants one word per page, though. That's different. That's what about you, Robert? What, what's what's a trend that you're seeing that you like? I think, um, especially with, like, the um, more resources available for, like, web fonts and stuff, like, you are seeing a lot of designers who are using typography in different ways that are really helping um, kind of shape things just to be differently and more interesting and... I, I am just really excited just now that like there are really so many different options for web fonts available, whereas before you're turning all that stuff either into like transparent PNGs or you're doing like a Swift file, you know, to say like, oh, do this instead. You know, I mean, so annoying back then, but everything else, I just feel like so many designers are now being able to take those typefaces and do 
really cool things with, with marketing and messaging. Plus one for typography. Yes. Yeah, yeah. and I love the WordPress plugin for free. I will love you forever. Good typography and never gets old. But bad typography ruins everything instantly. So Absolutely. also that's a yeah. bad Google fonts, you know, and font awesome and your face fonts and all that stuff, whatever. Like that is dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> so Steve Steve brings up the uh, in our chat room here, he brings up the his favorite thing, which is SVGs. And are any of you guys using SVGs? I think we're getting. I mean, that's a personal problem, maybe. I got a lot of SVGs. Everyone answered at once, so is anyone using SVGs? Occasionally. Occasionally? Jason, what's an SVG? Yeah, Jason. So an SVG isn't a raster based, it's actually a vector based, so it has. Oh, that's boring. No, it's not. Go. <laughs> you can change Super. the color of an SVG CSS, right? That's like one of the awesome things. I got delayed. That. I'm sorry. It's all right. I was just mocking you like usual. There's a new JavaScript library that's supposed to help with doing animations. So wait, I, SVG is an XML-based vector image format for two-dimensional graphics with support for interactivity and animation. Well, that's what I was According saying. According to Wikipedia. <laughs> Right, I like. Um, I, I really love designing dash icons. I know uh, they're going to turn dash icons from a web front to using SVGs. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. In like I'm in love with Font Awesome a lot lately. I love Font Awesome. Yeah, yeah me too. Like, I love Font Awesome. Yeah. And it's an iconic. Use iconic, all based on SVG. That's how they. Um. That's how their entire thing works. It's.com. Sorry, my multitasking, typing, and talking is. But yeah, you're not supposed to do that. SVG. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said now. <laughs> Neither does Chris. <laughs> Chris is like, wait, was that talking? Hold on. We're all waiting for something inspiring, and Chris is off in La La Land. Huh? <laughs> I'm always off in La La Land. No. That's where all the good ideas live. So, okay, other than fonts and um, SVG, what what else is happening? Like, I'm actually... The flat... I, we I have wanna... to talk about flat design. Yeah, let's talk about that it. That is, like, the biggest trend. Like, everything used Your to have bounces on it. Your Yosemite, your whole Mac is flat. Yeah, <laughs> no, everything used to have beveled and drop shadows and... Just the bevels, just like the buttons being beveled, just grosses me out now. I'm so used to the flaunt look, the flat. I bet, I bet in like at five years we're all going to put drop shadows and bevels and everything again. It's be like, oh my god, it's amazing. It, it goes back to that. It'll be like outer glow on everything. Right. No, no outer glow. I never got out of drop shadows. I'm a rebel. It's appropriate. Yeah, the 80s were all about the outer glow. The now it's all about the inner glow. You know, it's like we're changing, we're evolving. I think the, the the 70s were about the shadow, you know. You know what, though? I was actually reading an article today about um, Joseph Mueller Brockman and the Swiss style of graphic design and how, like, that was the style of graphic design for 20 years was the whole um, Helvetica and grid-based design and, and all of that. And I just wonder if, like, 
Paul Rand and, you know, Joseph Mueller Brockman and all of these guys, David Ogilvy sat around and talked about trends in design or if they just went out and made really good shit and worried about it. Um, all right, we're done with the show, guys. <laughs> Sign up. None of this talking crap. No, I, I wonder if, like, they were aware of the fact that they were you know, building those design trends, if it was something, you know, that, because I know that, like, like 20 years ago, just did it, and it was and we had these same conversations about French design. And tweet all so, about it. Steve, that counts low. Hey, um, so is there anything that you guys see that's, like, you know, I mean, Parallax is pretty dramatic. It's a pretty dramatic uh, take off from where we were as far as like just you know our general layouts and whatnot. Is there anything that you guys see on the horizon that's happening? I think maybe like animation is coming back with you know CSS3 and HTML and stuff and uh, I think that well, background video video. Too. and video backgrounds mm -hmm. that's the like, new life of everything. Did anyone see the, the new Airbnb microsite that Human Made launched I think yesterday? Mm, no. Awesome story, but they hired, um, it was this great website, it was an awesome video that uh, a woman took her dad, he had lived in West Berlin and left when the Berlin Wall fell, and she took him back to an Airbnb um, for the anniversary of the wall or, or because he'd never really been able to completely leave that part of his life behind. And the host family that they stayed at was a guard who was on the other side of the wall, who was on the east side of the wall. And it was just this really amazing, it was a super simple site, but they had this like 30 second video. And it was one of the best like pure storytelling stories that I've seen on the web in a while. And is it, was that video be, like in the background or was that just a... Uh, there was, was actually a quick play. It was a really beautiful still from a video. They hired someone to animate it. Um, so it was just this really beautiful background image, some really gorgeous typography, and they kind of told you the story um, that they were going to tell you enough of it to get you pulled into it. Yeah, there was also that, um, that, really that, that I Touch Myself campaign, the breast cancer awareness, the woman who, <laughs> I know it sounds funny, but like the woman who <laughs> it's appropriate that song, show. and she died of breast cancer, and they did this amazing website with like, full background video, did a similar thing, told a story. I, I really appreciate like, that, Tracy, because now I'm going to have, I touch myself. <laughs> oh, that was that is instantly, instantly it's in my head. Here, wait, um, another example of... Just a whole trend of storytelling in websites. Wait, I mean, before we talk about ASAP and all that stuff... about storytelling. Wait, Chris, before we take that, that side note, um, I just wanted to point out the Kickstarter website uses... Um, you know, we didn't talk really about sliders, but sliders occupying, you know, that main space or, like, the kind of concept of the hero image... Um, Kickstarter has a really good example of um, the video or a looped video taking the place of a slider. So if you want to check that out, I think that's probably the direction of like background videos and main images. So if you guys want to check that one out, it's pretty interesting. On the same tip, with really good use of background video, there's this yeah. woman named Allie Edwards. Um, AllieEdwards.com, and I met her when I was a scrapbooker, and she's built this entire brand around 
um, A Week in the Life, where she helps people document a week in their life. And anyway, her new website makes a really effective use of background video, too. She's done it really, really well. I had a, a friend, and we'll get to your sliders thing in a second, but I had a friend who uh, does web stuff, and he called me uh, trying to help, get me to help him do the site, and he goes, so they want to do a background video on the top, kind of like the Kickstarter page, and then he goes, but they want to have an autoplay video on top of that first. So when you land there, there's an autoplay video, and then when that closes, there's a video underneath the video, and I'm like, what video inception is what's happening here? <laughs> and I, I, I basically told him I wasn't even going to talk to him about it. I was like, if you can't convince them that not to do that, then... every an hour happens in six seconds, but the one behind it, never mind. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but what were you saying about uh, uh, sliders? Your problem with sliders. Yeah, you what's only the problem with sliders? You only clicked on the first. That's why. First one, and that's, that's it. it. Yeah, well, that's the thing is is uh, a lot of my clients come to me and say we want a slider and we've got you know eight slides in there. Yeah. No one's gonna sit through the that yeah. and click through all that. If you have a slider, three slides tops, and that third slide is is rarely gonna be seen. Second slide maybe. I but mean, if it's at, if you just look at web if stats, see, if you just look at web stats, most people are on a page for just a couple of seconds. So they don't have yeah, time. Yeah, why would they sit there and click through that? Like people think that it's like this thing that they're like, oh, they're gonna sit here and click through my banner yeah. ads. Like, yeah. no one's gonna why do that you ever. Don't have to make decisions when you give them a slider. Well, everyone, it's a way to be like, okay, here's your little corner of the turf. Yes. Here's your little corner of the turf, and no one has to have those hard the conversations. The belief, what the important thing to say really is. The hard belief conversations is, are my favorite. By putting it in a slider, we're picking up more real estate, right? We're, right. We're it's like a way to cram more content onto the homepage. Above yeah. the fold. It's it's yeah. all yeah. Well, you don't have a slider. Where the hell are you supposed to put stuff? Come on. Well, a lot of a lot of my clients sidebars. A lot of my clients fear that, they're, that, 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 that their users aren't going to scroll. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, people are very obsessed with above the fold and below the fold. I think something I think below the fold exist. would have more chance of being seen than something in the third or fourth slider. Slide so, slider. I think we're beyond the days of the fold. The fold yeah, I, think yeah I, I know. Fold. My clients are obsessed yeah. with the fold. I'm like, there is no fold. There's a fold. But here's the thing about that is when you talk to clients, they say, oh, it has to be above the fold, right? Because they heard that like, you know, two, five years ago, whatever. And they're like, oh, you got to get there. And then you're like, um, when you get to a website, do you scroll down? And they're like, yes. And they're like, well, so will everybody else. It's really not that complicated. You just click your finger or you like, you know, click a button and it happens. Like, it's not like a really complicated, like, action. And I think someone needs to do a user testing with that, where someone just goes to a website and they're like, "The content I want is not there, but I can't click, I can't scroll. What do I do?" There's a book I recommend to all my clients called Mobile First Design, which forces you to think about priority and think about the smaller screen and 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 what goes. Forget the fold for a second, but what goes on that first impression? But you know, honestly, that that is so classic. Like marketing, classic messaging, all of this stuff comes back to that. It's like we we you know we distance design and we distance website stuff from the general principles of basic marketing and messaging. It's like yeah, you have to put your most important thing up first, and if you bury a message, someone's not going to see it. Like yes, if you 
gonna have a block of text. You should probably draw attention to it with some sort of headline. It's not like freaking revolutionary. It's just that everyone got all like freaked out by the fact that it's digital and you can do whatever you want and all principles of like basic, you know, eye eye brain coordination went out the window somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere around GeoCities land is where that happened, I think. Eye brain coordination? I, I blame the digital <laughs> yes. guys on GeoCities. Eye brain coordination. I blame the blink tag. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk smack on the blink tag, okay? It draws attention to a lot of really minute stuff. Does it even work anymore? Yes. It does. You can do it with CSS3, yeah. <laughs> you, can just do, you can just do blink in line on That's uh, the biggest stuff. Uh, hot trend for 2015 <laughs> Remember it's Kid Kenny Kenny? Uh, the kids these days. Oh, the kids these days, exactly. Oh my god, did we really just talk about that stuff for half an hour? Yeah, we did. I was amazed that we did that, and it like blows um, my mind. Oh, we can bullshit with the best of them. <laughs> I touch myself right, guys, so to remind me. Make sure you go to the website at wpwatercooler.com. Get out there. You can also follow us on, on SoundCloud, and you can also follow us on YouTube. So click on the links, click on the links, click on the subscribe. Thank you, guys. See you later. Enjoy your earworm. Love Beautiful. you.